You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. George Kittle strikes me as a kid being a big two for flinching kind of guy. Like, gives you that, and then two for flinching, bang, bang, right on the arm. Um, but he also sounds like he's incredibly laid back going into Super Bowl 58 as we are getting ready now, just a little more than 48 hours away. It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. All of our bets, uh, game bets, prop bets, novelty bets, some of which have already come down off the board, as Joe pointed out at the top of the show, our two-minute drill and lightning bets before we wrap up. Lucky enough to be joined by our guy, John Daigle, now here on BetQL Daily Live, coast to coast on the BetQL Network and on Twitch. You can watch us, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Morning, John, and are you ready? Has the card been built? What are you still waiting to figure out as we go into <laughs> Super Bowl 58? We can all agree that 14 days is too far in between games, yes. right? Like, this thing should <laughs> yeah. have been played last week. Uh, you talk about George Kittle being laid back. I hope y'all are laid back as well because I know what it's like to fill that run sheet for two weeks of content. So congrats to literally everyone on this show because those <laughs> meetings behind the scenes can be struggles just trying to get topics on that paper every single day. So uh, good job by everyone here. And yes, to answer your question, <laughs> I am finally ready. I'm finally ready to uh, to see what happens here. There, there are no more bets that could be placed. I don't think anyways. Maybe we'll find someone by Sunday morning. But yes, we are ready for Sunday. Yeah, I totally feel you on that. But also, I'm like, I think one week is too quick. But sure. it's like a week, 10 days is probably perfect. But we're not going to have it on a weekday. But anyways, another story for another day. Let, let's try and get all those bets in during that segment. Where do you want to start? Side total or any uh, prop error you want to begin with? I have a pretty hard stance on both the side and the total. So let's start okay. with the side. And uh, whether it's deemed square or not, by now, I have no idea, but I'm ignoring the points. I'm taking the Chiefs' money line. And if it's only because I think the Chiefs schematically match up with the 49ers so much better than everyone else is giving it credit for. Even throughout the postseason, I've been on this show and we've talked about how much respect I have for the Chiefs' defense. And whenever people are parsing it, I still believe not a, pe- a lot of people are getting there correctly. And that you should only be looking at now what is 11 games that Chris Jones, Nick Bolton, and Legereus Need have all played together. And there have been tough matchups too, including throughout the playoffs. And in those 11 games, the Chiefs are first in yards of play allowed, first in touchdown drives allowed. Just 12% of opponent touchdowns have scored a touchdown. And then third in EPA per well as well. And I understand that anyone who's backing the Niners, I get it. I can get there if that's your case. Is also explaining that it's the running game that's going to help them get there. 
One, the running game is what drowned the Bills. Like, the fact the Bills had a good running game was why they didn't win that because you can't beat the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes with an elite running game. It's just not going to happen. Not only that, but let's go back to these 11 games where the Chiefs' three best defensive players played in. They were... Oh! Oh, <laughs> mid... What a freeze frame. Mid-freeze, <laughs> mid-point, uh, Daigle freezes up on us. We'll get him back. Um, but it sounds like like he's right, whether it's square or not, like that's, it feels like we're, we're all on, I don't want to say all the majority of people you looking and me. at sides. Yeah. Well, that makes it the majority on the show, right? Uh, are on the chiefs, whether it's money line or taking the points. Um, maybe that makes it square now, Joe, but that's, that's the square play right now. The world is on the chiefs. It feels like anyway. Yeah, um, I'm also not prepared to say that San Francisco side is sharp because there are plenty of opinions that I respect that have been talking about the Kansas City side. And like there are different reports coming out. You get this every Super Bowl, and it'll be even more so uh, once we get to this weekend when all sorts of big money guys start flying in to get down uh, these massive bets on the Super Bowl that they can't do any other type of kind of year. But like, I saw a $600,000 bet from someone who's turned into media, who's a completely reckless, rich better. Like mm. that's not sharp. And people are going to assume, Oh, so just go money line. That's sharp. Like, no, just because somebody's plunking down a half a million or a million does not necessarily make it sharp. You have to understand where it's coming from. And when I see it happening at a sports book that bans anybody who wins, I'm like, that means nothing to me. Yeah. I still think the consensus from people I've talked to seems to be on the Chiefs' side. More yeah. and more people. I was like, when John Diggle said Chiefs money line, I'm like, oh, of course. That's what I bet early on. <laughs> We're aligned. Yeah. It wasn't and a surprise. And it sounds like with some of the logic that he's using, if we're able to get John back on, we can ask him about this, that there might be an underlean there from him as well. We talked to Noops yeah. about the same thing last hour. We've been talking about that all week. Uh, Noops even said 47 and a half might be too high for him. And, you know, it chiefs and under. And when you're on both those bets early, like I was, like I think you were, Aaron, like a lot of people have been, when you wake up Monday after the conference championship games and you go, Oh, this and that, bang, book it. And then, like you, to your point, Joe, we spend the next two weeks talking about it, talking about it, talking about the argument circle all the way back around to, well, am I right to be here, even though everybody else seems to be here also? Or is this why they're going to they're gonna build another hotel on the Strip? Because we're all on the same side. We're all on the same total. Right. If I'm picking side or total, you've got to make a bet here. I would definitely bet total under, too. Like that's the direction I'd go. Interesting that it hasn't budged since championship Sunday evening, that there's just been no movement. I don't hear anybody talking about going over on that. And over is typically very public. Maybe part of that is because we haven't seen the Chiefs uh, score a ton in the second half this year. It's like... They're on the script, and, you know, this Andy Reid off the bye, all the time, extra time to prepare, right? He's always good on the script. Mahomes in Super Bowls is really good early, and I think Reid is a big big part of that. But, you know, the AFC Championship game, they didn't score in the second half, too. So that that's something else worth keeping in mind. 
All right. I think we're, we're going to try and bring John back in here. He's had to move to a different part of the house or a different part oh, of the I, neighborhood. Oh, I jumped on my phone. Oh, he's on the phone now. Look, at this is a guy willing to I, do anything for BetQL Daily. This is why we love him. I am hyped up on coffee. I have a very shaky hand, so we're going to do this the best <laughs> I can. I moved to, like, the only, the only piece of art house the chicago skyline and so we're just going to go through this i don't know where i left off but just to quickly wrap it up uh i mentioned games chris jones and legerious need all played together and the chiefs defense being absolutely incredible and schematically matching up perfectly offense honestly and so because of that i'm on the chiefs and because of that also i believe it's going to be a low scoring boring game in favor of the chiefs that's my total so i have the chiefs money line and the under All right. It's a little choppy, but I'm going to try to get through this first. It was a great night. NFL honors. Our Texans got a couple awards there. Almost three. It was close. Uh, What other props do you like for the Super Bowl? My two favorite props. One is probably not going to be welcomed with open arms is Brandon Ayuk under receiving yards. I think it's odd, actually, that Debo Samuel and Ayuk have the same number, whereas, again, schematically, this is such a terrible matchup for Ayuk. Uh, He's a name I scratch off in props, scratch off for MVP ticket. He's the one who runs 90% of his routes from the boundary. He's the one new game matchup against Legereus Sneed and 19 starts for Sneed only two receivers all year have gone over 70 receiving yards it's just not going to happen in my opinion so unless it's a big play Ayuk is going to struggle mightily to get whereas Debo is the one where I think the game factors overall and then the other one a novelty prop that I think you can still find on BetMG sorting through it Wednesday buried underneath like the kick return props but I do think given the opportunities the Chiefs will have to return the ball more than the Niners. This is one of those dumb novelty props everyone wore. I think the Chiefs will have the longest kickoff return of the game. If only because, hey, Buckner, 87% of his kickoffs actually did register as a touchback. And for, for reference, Brandon Aubrey led the league with a 90% touchdown back, touchback rate. And if that's we think, the Chiefs are just going to naturally get more kickoff return opportunities than the Niners. So I would imagine they register the longest one here. John Daigle with us. We're holding it together with uh, with some oil and some, <laughs> some 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 bubble gum. We've MacGyvered a connection uh, to go through his Super Bowl Fifty Eight bets. Um, so we've got we, we've got some of your props. We've got side and total. Um, what about touchdown scores? Who do you like in this? Because we were just talking with Noops Christensen last hour about how there are like th- there's a clear stratification, right? There are the three favorites of McCaffrey, Pacheco, and Kelsey. And then kind of everybody else. Are you sticking with the favorites? Who are you finding farther down the board there might be some value in on touchdown scores? You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
to be fair, this is the best I've looked on camera in my entire life. So this, the blurry image is totally okay. But to answer your question, Isaiah Pacheco, the favorite, uh, that is my favorite lean. And I believe it's minus 130, minus 135 last I checked. I understand no one really wants to, to bet the juice here, but 21.2 touches per game since he returned at full health. And the nine games he's played since Kansas City's bye, not to mention, again, I talked about it whenever I, I cut out last, is that the Niners' run defense has been so pitiful. Chase Young has been easily moved around to the line of scrimmage, 22nd in yards per carry allowed to opposing running backs. Since they traded for him, the Niners are. So I think Pacheco can have a lot of success here. But if you want the long shot, I would imagine a lot of 12 and 13 personnel, multi-tight end sets, are coming for the Chiefs. And that's what everyone likes. With Super Bowl MVP, with first touchdown bet, they just want to put five or ten bucks on there and return triple digits, quadruple digits maybe. So I like either Noah Gray or Blake Bell uh, touchdown or first touchdown too, given that at least inside the 10-yard line, I really do believe they're going to be on the field and be a big part of the Chiefs personnel in this game. Man, no grades. Uh, name's been popping on the show over the last couple of days. Certainly understand it's why. Ridiculous. Uh, with the number and the value and the m- number of routes run lately, uh, certainly makes a lot of sense. What about overall game props? A- any? Uh, can you rattle through a few of those that uh, you have? We went through some of the player props. What about anything game prop wise that you have not mentioned? Honestly, the the in terms of a team aspect, the kickoff return is really the biggest one. And that I am betting this week. Uh, maybe if you can get lucky and find a book, not bet MGM, they were sharper, but you can find a book that is giving you, or maybe your friend actually, you can just call them up and try to get odds on a, on a coin flip uh, or tails, since obviously we all know it's 50-50, but that seems to be a popular bet. Maybe that's in your favor here. But other than that, no big team props for me, honestly. Uh, it's Again, it's going to be a boring game for me. I'm excited. My biggest money bet is on the Chiefs' money line just because I do think they have the biggest edge in this game. Mm. Yeah, when uh, when it cut off earlier, I was going to tell you I had the same uh, thought. Chiefs' money line early bet it right after the conference championship game. What about any quarter bets with the totals? We were talking about that. Would you have an opinion on any of the quarters going over or under? Halves? out honestly how much the Chiefs have struggled, including against the Ravens, and that's everyone's environment, and scoring in the second half, and not to mention the, the Niners are, are literally leading the league in that points per game. Uh, it seems like a half, if we're betting quarters, would favor the Niners. That's why I'm hoping the Chiefs build a big lead here. I would say, honestly, like my, my only other large bet in this game, and I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, uh, because I think BetMGM literally put the defensive props, the defensive cornerbacks on the board just for me. Uh, Joe, I know I know we discussed this, how we said perhaps Mahomes isn't going to win MVP game management. Game. And I still think that's the case. I really think the Chiefs defense can just dominate in this one. And if that's the case, maybe sprinkling, you know, whatever your quarter half unit is on either Legereus Need 25,000 to one or Trent McDuffie 50,000 to one. To be Super Bowl MVP, I really genuinely think the secondary and the front seven for Kansas City is what takes the headlines here. Man, that would be something. A defensive MVP for the first time in a long time. John Daigle, thanks so much for the time, man. Love talking to you throughout the season and uh, getting ready for Super Bowl 58 with you. We're going to go yell at your internet service provider right now just to make sure they get things back online the next time we want to have you. 
I had two windows this week, live on the line on Wednesday and then appearing with y'all on Friday. And I had an outage both. What are even the freaking odds? Uh, <laughs> it was a long shot. It was a long shot. But thanks again, man. Enjoy the game on Sunday. And hopefully all the bets hit. John Daigle with us here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. When we come back, we start revisiting some of those bets we've been talking about for the last two weeks. Do we still like them? How have the numbers changed? Do we like the new numbers if they have changed at all? Some insights from BetMGM as well. As we continue to build up, now just a little bit more than 48 hours away from Super Bowl 58, it is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.